0: Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. You are listening to The Middle of Somewhere. Uh, I got some dates for you. Here's the deal. Well, let me ask you this. Can I I break down the fourth wall here Mm -hmm. and tell our listeners we're recording this the day before I go to Des Moines? Yeah. Okay. So, like, you're listening to it. This whole Des Moines run has happened. Yeah. Des Moines, Omaha, Kansas City, Oklahoma City, Dallas. This has all happened while you're listening, but while we're recording, it hasn't. And I'm so fucking excited to go to Des Moines and order waters. I just want you to know that. Okay, so now going on to some other dates. Hey, listen. Wednesday, November 27th, that's the day before Thanksgiving, I am going to be in Madison, Wisconsin at Comedy On State for Kevin Bozeman's pre-Thanksgiving show. This is the 15th anniversary, so it's two shows. They've added another one. Let's sell it out. Bozeman, we're going to have to carry him off stage, second show. That's a fact. Uh, Moving on to December 5 through 7, I'm going to be at Dr. Grin's in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and then December 13th and 14th at Laugh Boston. They've added another show on Saturday. There's three shows because tickets are going, so get them. Oh, also, I just took a date, New Year's Eve, Providence, Rhode Island. You should come to that. Aye, aye bells. Hey, this mic on.
1: Okay, well I'm a, it's your boy C D White here, and uh, I'm gonna throw some dates at your ass for the little homies. But, I, but I need to say something. Never once did I ever do that. It's your boy C D White no on the chance. microphone. Hey, no. bills, my That's man is gonna be in Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> Why
0: are you doing my 20, dates when I'm right here?
1: Twenty eighth and I 29th. I could just do the dates. I Come might on, the ay, I'm, just, from ay, you. I'm just trying to get dates out, Chad. Relax. I might have He gonna be at Go Bananas. You are gonna get your tickets at Go bananas.com then his ass gonna stick around for new year's eve cd white get some of that chili and let me hit you with something one more time here before i get out of here hey babes let me give you something uh come on let me give you something little cd white original here uh yo yo i'm from fergus falls cd white is my name got the sector balls. anger in public is my game (laughs) sup dude i can't believe Got an uncle named Ronnie, he might be my dad. Got a Starbucks coffee, that shit making me mad. Raising a couple of kids and I'm pretty good at that. But when I look in the mirror, all I see is all this fat. Cookies and cream tits, that's all I see. Cookies and cream tits, that's what they call me. Cookies and cream tits, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Cookies and cream tits, can I have some more, please? Word to your mother, hey bales, about that Pat shit. We out, start the show. CD White, hurt, hurt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, the smile on your <laughs> face is so dumb. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. You have found the middle of somewhere. We all just had to deal with that. <laughs> this is uh across from me is uh, Cyrus. You may know him as Cyrus, Cyagra, Hello uh, Alice Amundsen. Hello. Over uh to the right of me, in the corner, is Haybale. Daddy Haybale! Hey Bale! Now, normally I'm so excited when I yell hay bales, but today. I uh, got stuck behind a truck transporting hay bales in the left lane. Had the wide load okay. was passing was passing cars. W- he was passing cars. at sixty-seven miles per hour. Speed limit seventy. He was passing cars at sixty-seven, which means those cars <laughs> going slower than sixty-seven. Now, here's the thing I don't understand about transporting hay bales is like we were driving. Should we just turn this into a, a traffic podcast? Well, listen, I drive before I get here. It's the first thing on my mind. Welcome to Rules
1: of the Road
0: with Chad Daniels and Sash Kamenson. Oh, you want to hear my fucking Rules of the Road? Uh, I do want to hear your Rules of the Road. Here's the deal. If you get passed by a truck pulling animals and you're in a car, (laughs) you have to fuck that animal. I am so tired of live animals being transported and going faster than cars. Your car doesn't go that fast, you piece of shit. Yank your license. Take back roads, you dumb fuck. Also, here's another thing. When, you, when I come up on your car in the left lane because you've pulled over, right? And mm-hmm. I take my foot off the gas because I'm a gentleman. I'm not going to rear end you. Yeah. But then you you put your hand up like, what are you doing? I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm not hitting my brakes because I shouldn't <laughs> have to. My last rule of the road is this. I will every You should get out of the way, no matter how fast someone's going, right? Because you always hear people go, well, I was going 79. Why should I have to get out of the way? Well, because someone behind is going faster. Yes, I agree with that. So you should get out of the way unless it's the second time, same car. Mm. Because sometimes I do that. I'll move over, a car will pass me, and then they're not good at leading. They're not good at seeing holes in traffic. They're not good at knowing what's going to happen. They're not good at reacting. Yeah. So I have to go around them again, and then they're up my ass again. And it's like, there's no fucking chance. <laughs> I will buy another car, latch it to this car, <laughs> and block both lanes.
1: It's shocking to me that you haven't been in more car accidents. And I, that's not some sappy lead, because I know you, you got rear ended in LA, I you did. told me. And I, I, this isn't some like, hey, well, Chad, do you ever find yourself in an accident because of that? <laughs> uh, but it's, it is shocking to me that you haven't found yourself in more situations where you've been like
0: sideswiped by a guy named Jake. I agree. I completely agree. And I'll tell you something I've been in a, I've been in a bad mood for the last two weeks. Didn't know what was going on. Oh, I couldn't
1: tell when I was ripping out my C.D. White character how poorly you responded. Wait a minute, though. you were in a bad mood. No, no,
0: no. I'm not in a bad mood anymore. Here's the thing. i was been in a bad mood for two weeks. Oh, and then the Didn't C.D. Know White what character it fixed it. Yeah, I got it. And then uh, I felt it Saturday night. I felt it physically leave. You ever had that happen? I don't get in a lot of bad moods. Oh. But keep going. You're just this is how you are?
1: I like not not to be uh not to criticize the way anybody else lives, I can't handle bad moods.
0: Let me just I don't like change this baby's me. diaper <laughs> and see how that goes. I
1: can get angry. Oh, I can freak out, but I moods bad moods don't stick with me for more than a few hours. Because I start to if I get pissed off about something, sure, and I'm three, four hours later, I'm still pissed off and I feel my body tense, I just don't like the way that 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 feels for me and how it affects me so i have to solve the problem or let it go or it'll drive me into a hole yeah
0: i couldn't let it go yeah i don't even know what the problem is i'm guessing it has something to do with the fact that seattle gets credit for being rainy but there's never fucking sunshine in minnesota (laughs) ever it's always gray and i think somebody i can't remember who it was maybe tosh or maybe lewis black has a bit about slitting your wrist just to see color Makes sense. But anyways, I felt it physically leave my body. I couldn't even believe it. Okay. But I've never had that. Okay. I've been in bad moods before. I've never felt it physically leave me. Go on. Well, that's it. Oh, I thought it had something to do with the rear end. Nope. You were just hanging out in a bad mood for no reason? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, my daughter loved it. She was with me all week. I'm sure everybody loves it. Yeah, she was like, well, hey, I think I'll just be in my room. What are you going to (laughs) do? Not be by you. (laughs) All right. That makes sense. Get the fuck up there then. Just kidding. So I um, got in an accident. Okay, L.A. Los Sitting Angeles. there now. Now city of angels. If you've never been, well, it's because a lot of people die in traffic. <laughs> that's why it's the city of angels. You're like, what is that exhaust? Oh, that's a soul leaving a, an accident. <laughs> so uh, if you've ever driven there, you know that six <laughs> lanes of traffic. Why are you still laughing?
1: Because every once in a while I get reminded, like, I think I'm a pretty good comic, but every once in a while I get reminded how good you are, and it makes me laugh a lot, and then I'll leave here and hate you for a couple hours, and that joke was a good example. (laughs) Well, thank you,
0: that's nice of you. Yeah, you're a piece of shit, keep going. as you know, six lanes of traffic can stop just all of a sudden. You're going 50, and then you really need to hit your brakes. Yep. And it just all happens at once. So that's what happened. And I was I, I was hitting my brakes so hard that I was leaning forward to look over the hood of my car Ugh. to make sure I wasn't going to hit the person in front of me. Ugh. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I went online and I got a rental car. And there's this new place out in L.A. They're all over in big cities, but it's called Silver Car by Audi. Very comparable to normal rental car rates. But they they have a better pickup system, and it's easier in LAX. So... I go rent an Audi for the first time ever. I like Audis. They're very expensive. Yes. I got a Q5. That's an SUV. That's an SUV. It's a luxury SUV. It is a hay bales. Luxury I feel like we're teaching hay bales a whole bunch of stuff. SUV, and it's the first time I've ever gotten in a car accident with another car. <laughs> <laughs> I back into Pillars. Ain't no thing. But I actually, I got, so... Everything comes to a stop. I look forward. I make sure I'm not hitting the person in front of me. Really hit my brakes. Like, I feel it. And then in the rearview mirror, I oh. just see a flash. And it is the car screaming into my backside. Oh. So my both of my calves were bruised for a week because they ended up... I got hit so hard that the car went forward, but my body went backwards. Oh, and my no! And ca- my calves hit the back, and my shoes were untied. One of my shoes came off. <laughs> what are you, a cartoon character? I know. I've always heard about people getting hit by cars like in the street, and then there's just a random shoe <laughs> flying like the feather in Forrest Gump. <laughs> but I, one of my shoes got knocked off, and then my, my phone was secured in the cup holder, and it ended up being way up and to the right where a passenger's feet would have been. So oh, I don't know how that happened. boy. But uh, so anyways, now, now, as you know, I'm a road rage guy. I'm very aware right? of it. You
1: get, you get out of the car, beat the hell out of this lady. You drag
0: her into the street and make an example of her, Chad. No, I did not. Okay. What I did was we all, so I ended up, because I got hit so hard, hit the person in front of me. Oh, yeah, that's the,
1: it's the chain reaction. Sure. I've been in one of Domino those.
0: Domino effect. So we all pull over. We're all three out of the car at the exact same time. And we, and this is, this is something that I did not see coming. All three of us were immediately worried about the other two going like, are, are you okay? Are you all right? Oh, wow. It was a lot of that. It was no yelling. It was uh, no blaming. It was a lot of just like, we fucking did it. We made it. Yeah. Because you, you described it. That was pretty violent. They must have been going pretty fast. It was pretty fast. I mean, so I had my hand on both. So there's a lady in front of me, lady behind me. I've had my hand on both their shoulders. Well, you shouldn't touch it. Strangers. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, right now, they're on a podcast, me <laughs> me, ing me. But I mean, I like, I was just so thankful that no one got hurt. Yeah. And then a uh, lady behind me, I, as, as I'm getting out of the car, I just remember thinking, please, don't be Asian. And she was. And so racism will never die. No, I'm not. I don't care. But I'm saying like that's why racism will never. There go were away. people. There were people driving by in their cars,
1: and they had, absolutely they had opinions that yeah, weren't fair. Just like,
0: of course, yes, <laughs> Christ, you can karate kick, but not hit your brakes. What The fuck.
1: A lot of that. Uh, that's uh, my one of my big fears is getting rear-ended, and I'm. That's amazing that you came out of it pretty unscathed.
0: Well, here's You had to have been, and especially because you weren't relaxed. I know because I, and I was looking forward. Yeah. And I remember my head hitting back really hard. Oh. And then the next morning, uh, I was fine because I'm a former athlete. You don't think that has anything to do with your two week long bad mood? I don't. Okay. I mean, having bruised calves? I guess maybe, but I, I do think it's gray skies. That's probably true. I do out. think it's gray skies. But I felt, but I felt it leave and it was great. And everybody was fine. So here's what I do. I have to get so my car won't start. It's one of those push-button cars. It'll no longer start. So oh I'm on no. the side of the road. Everyone else is gone. My car won't start. So I, I have to call the SOS button. I call the rental oh, car. Oh, that's place. fun. You got to talk to the person. Yeah. But you always see them do that in TV. I and that, know. Often that's crimes are solved that way. Though. I like I, to. Could feel, you
1: play back the SOS? Oh, I killed Sheila on Wednesday. Like that sort of shit.
0: Well, I, t- I told the lady I go. How come I had to push the button? Shouldn't you guys be all over this shit? What if my arm was broken? <laughs>
1: Well, then you use the other arm to push the. Button. I'd like. What if my
0: arms were broken? Well, then that's a big issue. So I have to get to the airport because there's two sold out shows, and so this is on your way to Salt the Lake airport. City, on my way to the airport, I'm still an hour away from the airport, and it is that is no easy task. And it's L.A. Yeah, it's no.
1: So easy So it task. says
0: I'm real far still. Okay, so I have to get my bags. I call the tow truck. He's gonna come. I go. I can't be here. It's a rental car. Take it. Do, do what you need to do. So I grab my Hop shit. in with the Asian lady, obviously. She's gone already. So I walk on the interstate. No. Yeah. I walk down the interstate with my backpack and my luggage like I just moved to L.A. to get a sitcom. <laughs> like I'm heading on in. Huh? Well, the truck had to drop me off in Brea, so I'm walking into Hollywood to sign my deal. That's what it looked like. So I go up on an exit, find an apartment building, put in the deal for an Uber. So I get in an Uber and this guy looks at me and he looks like Tony Shalhoub. (laughs) He turns around and he goes, when's your flight? And I go, it's at 1.30. And he goes, well, it's noon right now and it's gonna take an hour still. And I go, I know. He looks at me again and he goes, all right. (laughs) And then I just feel the car get faster. And he goes, and he's, like, maneuvering to get into the carpool lane. Mm -hmm. And at one point, carpool lane, someone's going slow. He goes, shoulder, passes, now we're going. This dude made some classic moves. Got me to the airport. He shaved 20 minutes off of the hour the way he was driving I get there with. I'm thinking like I'm gonna have to run through and get to my flight I fucking got a sandwich a (laughs) coffee no vanilla it confuses people and I just was there it was amazing so I'm telling my daughter this story and I go yeah I was I was uh, really nervous I was hurt my back was tight and I had to walk along the interstate and her face just got so worried and I go are you worried I was going to get hit by a car? And she goes, No, I mean that's so embarrassing. <laughs> you had to walk in front of all those people. It's like Jesus Christ, I could have died. And you're like worried that maybe some one of your fucking friends was there for Disneyland, and they that's Olivia's dad. Guess she's not cool. He's walking on the road.
1: Fucking asshole. Do you remember our friend Eric Allen? I do, of course. Stand-up comedian here from Minnesota, very funny, moved out to L.A., writes scripts, does stand-up, yada, yada, yada. Helper of people. Helper of people, and Absolutely. that's what this story is about. Okay. So he, uh, always there to give a ride, always there to be a helper, lived in the same house as me for a
0: while. Used to be so fat that he had to wear only football jerseys or Hawaiian shirts. Four
1: X like, those, those those jerseys that don't even—they won't even make a team for them.
0: They're just like, hey, this it's a, it's a white jersey with no logo. Yeah, it's like a fake jersey, but it still has, like, the different fabric <laughs> up by the shoulders in case you want shoulder pads or you're fat. And now, slim trim and killing it, lost yeah. hundreds of pounds. He, for a while—he
1: now drives a very nice Prius. For a while, he drove a pile of shit two-door Honda from, like, 1914— it's hard to even describe Impossible. what this thing looked like. But I will tell you, its hood wouldn't latch. And so he had drilled through it, and there was a chain. Somebody had put a chain through, like f- like fancied a chain. That's so that, amazing. So that the hood wouldn't fly open. He's got no rear-view mirrors. Excuse me, no side mirrors. So like every anything that he can see is through his rear-view mirror, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And so he he and I were driving on... One of the major Los Angeles highways, and his car dies. And we pull off to the side of the road, and we are in the heart of traffic. We're trying to get it started. We can't get it started. We realize that we're going to have to get off the highway. No one's coming to help us in a manner that, because you can't just sit in a car. That's you die that way. Somebody hits you at 80 miles an hour, you're dead. So we're going to need to figure out how to fucking break this chain to open (laughs) the hood. So I would had a clasp. And so. oh, okay, all right. So we need to get over the edge of the highway and down off the highway, but we're in a position where you can't do that. It's like a ways up where you can climb over the ledge and then walk down a grass hill. So we have to walk along the side of the highway just like you. Somebody in full speed, it wasn't like stop and go traffic. People were flying. Yeah. Somebody in the right lane
0: slowed down enough to just scream out the window, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Right now, my daughter's not even hearing this, and she's horrified.
1: (laughs) So the other thing is, when Joel and I were out there for some work one time, he had his passport. He was traveling using a passport, even though we were in... Joel, your friend. Joel, my friend. Yep. Joel the friend. Okay. Frank Frank. And so he... Joel had his passport to travel, and he needed to send a copy back to it because he was in the process of adopting his wife's son. So he's his... His now son, Lucas, he was adopting him. He had to send some information back. And we were on the way to the airport. Eric was giving us a ride, and Joel was looking through stuff. He goes, oh, shit, I don't have my passport. We had to run around to all these different places, finally found it at the FedEx where he had scanned and sent it. We had the same situation. It was like we have to be to the airport in an hour and 10 minutes the, the, the flight leaves in an hour 30. Eric drove with no side mirrors, like in a way that he might as well have tipped the car up on its side. Oh, and I like, like that. Passing over people. It was the scariest car ride I've ever been on. And the same thing happened. We walked through and we're like, should we, should we go to the bathroom?
0: Maybe take a nap? <laughs> you always get so worried, and then you get through really fast. It is just absurd. Well, I'm not even get through fast. It's just like, I was like, all right, I'm just planning it, right? So I did, when I get there, I'm not worried about anything. I know the steps I need to take. Boom. And then all of a sudden, I have an extra 20 minutes. It was awesome. So shout out to uh, Shalhoub on Uber. <laughs> shout out to Shaluber.
1: Oh Thank boy. you. How... You are such a bully. If you would have said Shaluber, you'd have taken some real crap. I'm gonna for tell me. you something. Yeah. I would have
0: never fucking said Shaluber in ten million years. <laughs> You're such, a liar. You're such years. a liar.
1: You you purport this persona that I find. I to purport this persona. What, are you writing a children's it's book? Nine, maybe, maybe, and it's called "Don't Bully People." <laughs> <laughs> oh, too late. There's
0: already several of those. <laughs>
1: There's a, a couple of things that are going on in my house right now, okay. the new house. All right. Uh, and one, so when we moved in, no one had raked the lawn. And this, again, is a very nice neighborhood. And so everybody's lawns look immaculate. And we sure. have a real Chad Daniels situation on our lawn. We are leaves everywhere. Sure. And so we were out on the lawn. I wasn't helping because of my body, Jenna was raking. And I was hanging out because I want everybody in the neighborhood to know that I tell her what to do and she does it. You know, same situation as the last neighborhood.
0: Imagine faking a back issue <laughs> all through summer just so you don't have to rake your yard. Jesus <laughs> Christ on a crutch. So she's
1: raking, and a postal worker pulls up and leans out the door and looks Jenna right in the face and goes, Hey, are you the help? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And I was, like, up by the steps. I go, yeah, yeah, we hired her. <laughs> and now I am consistently introducing her to anyone and everyone I can as the help, and she's not a fan of that at I all. I can't believe that. <laughs> but also, I like that we are so out of place in this neighborhood that a guy, there's the guy who... who consistently drops mail off in these houses that he can't conceptualize that these two scuzz buckets could ever afford this house.
0: And I love it. Well, what I think is interesting is how archaic is this postal worker to think like if a woman's raking, she's clearly the help, (laughs) right? I mean, I have loved this new movement that's that's happening because I have a 15-year-old daughter and she rakes. Yeah, get and up she, there and do some. She it's, mows the lawn. She's like, well. This is gender neutral yard right. work. She goes, what are you going to do? And I go, I'll empty the dishwasher. <laughs> go do it. Toughen up. I, I'm not sure what anyone in our neighborhood thinks of us yet. I'm I sure. am. <laughs> and I've never even been there. <laughs> but
1: it's it's, our house is ridiculous. The other thing that happened. So when you walk in our house, it's. It's got huge vaulted ceilings. Okay. So the, there's bedrooms upstairs, and the living room has it's a two-story vaulted ceiling with this ridiculous mantle, and it runs all the way to the ceiling. Let it's- me ask
0: you this. On the ceiling, is there a long ceiling fan? Yes. Have you ever considered playing Wiffle Ball Madness, where you throw several <laughs> wiffle balls up into the highest speed of the fan will go, and then if you get hit, you're out? It's fantastic.
1: I gotta tell you, I'm gonna play that and no one's gonna be
0: very happy about it. I mean, we might be playing surprise wiffle madness.
1: It's <laughs> wiffle ball madness. Yeah, it's
0: wonderful. You throw about six wiffle balls up and they come off the wall pretty hard because <laughs> they're getting hit by a fan that's going as fast as possible. What's happening in our house is
1: the possessions that we own do not match the house we're in. So okay. from the outside, when friends come over, like, oh man, look at this house. And they get in, it's beautiful French doors and vaulted ceilings and a separate dining room. And they're like, is that are those size Bob's burgers, figurines there
0: on the table?
1: <laughs> just if you go into our basement, it's just couches, a TV, and just a rolling
0: office chair. <laughs> awesome. I was just gonna say, there's just folding chairs stacked up against the dining room wall. So what Greg has done and to tell you this, I have
1: to tell you a little backstory. There is a fantastic comedy room, a one night comedy room in Winona, Minnesota. I agree. Can I stop you?
0: Yeah, your family, mm-hmm. at least you and Greg. yeah, you seem like you didn't win the lottery, <laughs> but you you came into a little bit of money, but also both read the book what to do with your money and it and it said like, you have to have the nicest house, <laughs> drive the worst car because cars depreciate. They do depreciate. Yeah, nicest house mm-hmm. they do, appreciate. Do not fill it with nice things. Why would you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, and just to make very clear, we, we this is not. I'm not living high on the hog. It's just we have four adults, four adults that can help pay for a rental
0: while we all look to buy houses.
1: Sure.
0: So, and by the way, no one's looking to buy a house. Sai <laughs> and Greg have to live together. You know, I think your parents did a great job, except for this fucking nonsense, <laughs> where you guys are so codependent. It's unbelievable. I could just see you. That's why you don't go on the. Your back is fucking fine. You don't go on the road anymore. You're gonna be in Cincinnati, New Year's Eve, walking around the hotel hallways. Greg, Greg, bring me Kevin the dog. Frank, 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 Greg. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: so there's uh there's an amazing comedy room in winona you've done it right i have it's wonderful it's so it's hey bales it's in a uh, the basement of a restaurant and the restaurant is unfortunately called boobs that is the <laughs> name i didn't name it that is an and and it's it's spelled b-u-b so i hope there wasn't an ownership change and the new guy was like just call, you can call it bubs and he was like oh boobs and they only serve milk see that's my shaluber. <laughs> yeah I was, I was just and you you had to point out the shaluber thing because i wanted, did it on purpose you
0: wanted, i did shaluber on purpose why no but you really had you really wanted to back it up yeah but you love that milk thing that's why i you hate criticized the milk the sh- thing that's why i did <laughs> it no
1: you liked it and you made the shaluber comment so you could vindicate you saying it how old are you 35
0: does that make you a millennial no oh, okay because you're telling me what i meant And I know
1: exactly what you meant.
0: That's not at all. So, in the basement of
1: Boobs, there's an incredible comedy room. It's run by two people, Tim and Lindsay. Tim is a fantastic comedian. Lindsay is the wonderful runner of the room. And And Lindsay
0: has, if I may... Done comedy, right? Way back in the day? An amazing artistic talent where she paints... Your head sh- Were you going to say this? No, you t- I, this is what the story is about, but go ahead. I didn't mean to ruin it. But no, she, you're she, not. She paints your headshot on like a, I don't know, three feet by six foot it's canvas. It's a huge it's canvas. Huge. It might and be bigger than that. It's black and white. She it's, puts it's your great. name on there. Yeah. It's,
1: it looks incredible. Did she, when you were down there, did she at the end of your show, did she say, do you want it? Yes. Did you take it? Yes. Me too. So I took it and I took it and I waited for my brother to be gone, my brother Jess, and I hung it up in his house.
0: (laughs) Oh, nice. Okay. All right. So then when
1: I played it a second time, there was a second painting. She's like, you probably don't want a second one. I was like, no, no. I I, I for sure want a second one. And so I've just been holding it, waiting to see whose house I was going to put it in. To be honest, I've been plotting for a while to put it in yours, but now that this has all come out that probably won't work i'll have to focus on somebody else yeah i
0: don't think that would ever work
1: so uh well now that sounds like a challenge you don't have to be an asshole about it there milk boy and so uh (laughs) so i take it and so i've had it with me for like a year and a half i've just had it like in a closet or something greg found it and with my back issues my upper back i don't extend and reach above my head very well sure i don't know if greg bought a ladder because we don't have a ladder or if he put like two or three chairs on top of one another but greg took this giant painting of my head and hung it so high up on the mantle <laughs> that's like a fucking parent move with cookies Top of the fridge. You can't get it. And here's the thing. Because it was a rich person's house, I am assuming they had nice art up there. So the only lights in the living room are two spotlights that hit it. And I'm the only person there during the day. So people, we just moved in. We've had a carpet person come. We've had somebody from the energy company. We've had the internet person. Multiple people have walked into my house with just me and these two stupid dogs and seen this giant villain's portrait of me. Greg has this thing with his phone where he's with his insurance if his phone's broken somebody will bring a phone to his house and switch him out Wow! So last Friday, I didn't even think about it. Last Friday, this young kid comes over and he's, he brings the phone and he's in the kitchen helping Greg set the phone up. And then he looks over at me and then just looks up and then looks down and gets this crazy look on his face and then goes back to work. And I, just, I I'd forgotten about it. I'm just sitting in our living room underneath a giant <laughs> portrait of myself.
0: You know what would be really great is if when people came to your house, if you were sitting on the couch with the big dog on your lap and then Kevin the dog underneath <laughs> the big dog, and you had the big dog's paw, and you were making the big dog <laughs> pet Kevin. I think that would be, am- and, then, and then when people were like, what the fuck are you doing? Just, you look up at the picture of yourself, and they're like, oh, okay, I get it. You're plotting something. What'd you do with yours? Uh, I, I donated mine to a silent auction. Interesting. Yep, and then I bought it back for 75 cents. <laughs> That's not true. I didn't do that, but I did I thought it'd be funny to say it'd be funny if you did but you so you didn't buy it back. No, I still have it. I it's in my office. Oh great. But I don't let anyone in my office because my office is a real suck my dick fest. See? And I I wish my like I have a complex
1: about that because when I the first time I ever got paid to do stand-up, like as a feature, was really early on and I shouldn't have been featuring, but There were two, the guy who set it up, it was in Fargo, North Dakota. There were two huge banners, one for the headliner's name and one for mine. It was like a three foot by like 12. It was huge. And I was like, oh, it's so amazing. So I took it, rolled it up, and I just had it in my closet. And I was dating this girl, and we were looking through my closet for something, and she found it. She goes, what's this? And I go, oh, that's a poster from my first gig. And she unrolled it, and she goes, why the fuck do you have this? (laughs) And I was like, well, it's kinda like a souvenir, you know. It's like it, it was a meaningful moment for me. And she goes, No, nah, that's it's pretty fucking weird, man. You're the
0: worst at getting laid. You should have been like, I'm getting my pilot's license and I'm gonna drag this behind the plane <laughs> over the beach. Well, she just ghosted me. <laughs> right after that, she just ghosted me.
1: That might also, as a side note, be the like I've got broken up with in some pretty funny ways. That's probably number two. I dated this girl who was and I don't say this in a braggy way, a smoke show, out of my league smoke show when I was in college. And at that point, I also had long hair, but it was well put together. I had a real young Keith Urban vibe to me. Kay. And uh, it, was, it was good. And she loved the hair. We had a very superficial relationship, and I was very okay with that. <laughs> One of my other best friends, Eric, did not like the hair, always trying to get me to cut it. He, I, I'm pretty sure he enlisted his wife, who I respected a lot. And she kept dropping, like, she kept being like, I just think you'd look so cute with short hair. Is
0: Eric balding in any way?
1: A little bit now, but back then he wasn't. Okay. So Wendy is her name, who I love a lot, but she was like, I just think you'd look, you just look cute with short hair. Like, they were manipulating me, and I think this was like a long scam. So finally, we were up north together, and on the way back, they, like, beat it into me that I would look good with a buzzed cut. And so I came home, I let Eric shave all my hair off, yeah, and then I went right over... To her house, and I remember I rang the doorbell, and she opened the door and made an audible noise. She went, (laughs) (laughs) and then pretended
0: that she didn't mind at all, and broke up with me two days later. Oh wow! I I got broken up with weirdly once. I um, I got divorce papers. (laughs) A police officer came to my house and served me divorce papers, and I was like, a police officer had to do that. Like this is a weird way to break up with someone. couldn't she just mail it to you i think she did i can't okay.
1: remember. okay well look at you
0: out here lying nope <laughs> nope i would have corrected it i also get in the mail these ta- uh, taxes from last year yeah they are state from every state i've never done that before i got a div- i got a business manager oh interesting Who did my taxes individual states yeah never had that happen And so normally I just pay Minnesota, Mm -hmm. and then I pay federal, Mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. Because I live in Minnesota. But now I paid Minnesota a lot. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if they did this right. Okay. Because uh, also I uh, I had to pay taxes in Oregon, and I feel like it was almost more than I made. I feel like I'm funding an entire fucking school district (laughs) in Oregon. Chad's kids. Massachusetts. Great state. Well, that's what you'd think. But they send me... This tax thing, and in order to pay them, I have to provide my social security card a copy of it. Okay. So, in order to give them money, I have to prove I'm me. <laughs> I'm not getting money. I understand that. If you're gonna send me a check, of course I'll prove I'm me. But I'm gonna give you fucking money, and I gotta prove I'm me to give you the money? I know you can't say you're ours in Massachusetts, but can you suck this dick? <laughs> That's absurd. So I'm looking for my social security... Is there an R in that sentence? Why am I not tracking that? I just... Say, they always say... Uh, oh, you were
1: just saying, hey, you guys speak dumb and suck my dick. I didn't know if they were intertwined. Keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that you were like, suck my dick. <laughs> There's no R in at all. <laughs> Somebody call me a shaluber. <laughs> but I just... I like So I can't pay them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to continue to get late fees because I can't find my social security card. And I'm a, I'm a grown adult and I know I should know where it is. <laughs> Have you ever lost something? And then everywhere you, you go, oh yeah, that's where I saw it. Yeah. And you, it's so fine, it's like definite, right? Yeah, 100%, you,
1: you're like, where, oh, It's where it's in the drawer. Yeah.
0: It's underneath a stack of magazines, idiot. And then you go and you're like, god damn it! <laughs> it's also not there, it's so crazy. My daughter came home she was like, hey, who cleaned the junk drawer? And I was like, I cannot find my fucking social security <laughs> card. Everything's clean in my house because I can't find it. I bet you my daughter has it, just giggling. It's under her pillow or some shit. She's <laughs> like, well, I have friends coming over. I needed the house clean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Greg, my brother Greg was just in Mexico while he was down there. Left his wallet out on the beach. Got yeah. stolen. All of his stuff. His phone... His wallet, his passport, and somehow he got back to America.
0: We have no idea. He, he hasn't elaborated if on If you it. leave your wallet on the beach, it didn't get stolen. It got picked up. Yeah. <laughs> Quit blaming Hispanics for your fucking stupidity, Greg, with two Gs. Is there two Gs at the end? No. It's, it's just a G, G in the front and G in the, be- and G in the end. G-G, yeah. G-R-E-G.
1: R- R- there is an R in that. Um, before we go, can I tell you uh, about a message that somebody sent? After me? After
0: I get to say something, I okay. have an update.
1: Update. I have an update. Uncle Ronnie.
0: Nope. Close. Family related. Cousin Paige. Cousin Page. Cousin Page. The one that you denied. I did deny it. You denied heavily on a recent. Well, concept. but here's the thing. I'm not a denier like uh, you know 9/11 deal. Yeah. No.
1: Well, but you do have some some interesting
0: stances about 9/11. It's not even interesting. Some dads that didn't want (laughs) to just leave had an out, and they used it. Okay? That's real. Uh, But the page is real. Of course she's real. She's real. Now, here's something interesting. CD White. Here's something interesting. The two cousins I talked about, Cassie Corey, also real, real, I'd met. Never met Paige, but came out of my aunt. Judy. Which makes her full-on cousin. Yeah. Doesn't matter who the sperm donor is. Literally what I said when you were shouting at me on the last episode. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen. I wasn't paying attention. I was angry about not knowing who my fucking family is. Now. That is a real theme in this room. (laughs) I gotta tell you something. Paige is my cousin, so probably also Hay Bale's cousin. We don't know. But I was thinking to myself, like, I started laughing really hard because I'm like, oh, all she has to do is come out of my aunt and that makes her my cousin. Yeah, that's it. I was thinking, like, it's not like my aunt is, like, my dad's mom and my uncle is my mom's brother and then they got together. I
1: have no idea what's happening. (laughs) You don't? No, I, I'm I'm pretty smart at following stuff, but I have got lost in the. Well, you weeds know you, how you
0: have a blood aunt who yeah. would be like your dad's mom. Yep, uh, Aunt Dorothy. Okay. Then you have a blood uncle who would be like your mom's brother. Okay. They're not related. Yep. And then they get married. Okay. And then they have a kid. That's- that would be a full-on cousin that's like the cousiniest cousin that's, the that's like an incest cousin well I, I thought you would get this because it I guarantee it's easy, happened in your easy. fucking there is no
1: way that that happens in our family I don't need you throwing things like that out okay you're just is
0: so but the but I had the revelation full cousin full cousin and I, I had no idea because we actually uh, messaged on social media mm-hmm. mm-hmm she's a lead singer of a band yep she sent me a clip heart Stoneheart
1: right Heart of Stone, Cold Stone, Cold Stone Creamery, Cookies and Cream Tits,
0: Ah, <laughs> wow. six degrees of Cookies and Cream Tits. Uh, but she sent me a song. Fantastic voice. Oh, interesting. We'll have to play it on an episode. But uh, I don't like to promote other people. Well, we're gonna do it anyways. Okay, episode. that sounds fair. But but I just wanted to let everybody know, she's real.
1: Yeah, I think I think everybody who heard it the first time was like, that's Chad's cousin. <laughs> and you were over in the corner spinning around in your chair going it's not my cousin and we were like i believe it is hey hey bills uh did you when he told last time when this all came up what was your opinion cousin or maybe not a cousin uh probably a cousin yeah <laughs> yeah we were all we were all there but i
0: like i need you know i like i like that
1: you went and processed it
0: i need proof of and life came back <laughs> i need proof of life before i send anything that's fair
1: <laughs> so somebody I I don't know that this is going to go well. I'm going to tell you that right now. But somebody sent us a message. Basically, what happens with me in this podcast is it's like you've elevated me to be like if anybody has to tell me something about a hillbilly in their like if somebody shot a moose. Like if a guy knows somebody who shot a moose and then lived
0: in it for 2 weeks. They got to message me and tell like, "So, you're a piece of shit. You're weird trash." I don't think You'll that makes you a piece of story. shit. What makes you a piece of shit is denying that there's even a chance that one of your siblings got married. And then one of their siblings married one of your siblings, siblings, siblings. That makes no sense. I Hay- know Baleson it does. i, I just, following what, that at all. Hey,
1: don't bring him into this. He, I make eye contact with him during the show, and I his just, eyes got big. I just like looking. His eyes got as big as they've probably gotten recently when he found some information out. He's confused.
0: I refuse to speak on this matter anymore. What matter? The matter of Hey uh, Bill's <laughs> thing. And hey, Bill's situation in his family. I also refuse to speak on it. Well, listen. No! Let me say one more thing about it. <laughs> no! <laughs> Sorry your secret erupted, but it was bound to happen. Quit messaging me.
1: <laughs> well, for fuck's sake. Well, let me, let me transition to my message. So I, I get a lot of stuff <laughs> like, hey, you're never going to believe this. My cousin uh, rode a bike. Uh, off uh, off uh, the roof of a barn and broke both his legs. You're like, I don't need to know that. But this one is pretty good, and I'm gonna do my best. I- I'm just gonna read it as it was presented to me. I'll let you jump in, but it's it's a it's a hillbilly tale. It's from a man named McLean Nagy. First name McLean, last name Nagy. Now I will say McLean, dope ass first name. McLean
0: (laughs) Nagy sounds like a character on a Lifetime movie that the same guy that played JR in Dallas would have played.
1: McLean Nagy sounds like the name of like, you know, you find out like one of your uncles wrote a book and you're like,
0: no, you didn't. He's like, yeah, the protagonist's name is (laughs) McLean (laughs) Nagy. McLean Nagy sounds like a guy that when he's listening to music with a girl, he'll pull his dick out and strum it like it's the bass. (laughs) So McLean Nagy sent this. <laughs> <laughs> I could just fucking see him tugging <laughs> on the helmet. <laughs> All right. So he this this
1: uh, this is titled uh, this is my family's this is the story about my family's If you kill it, you eat it. Rule. Oh shit!
0: <laughs> I
1: already love this. Uh, also, fun note before I tell this story, uh, I just clicked on the thing, and uh, McLean is actually a woman. <laughs> so her, she is, she is an actress and a photographer, and obviously a very talented lady. And the picture that I thought was a picture of her is this picture that she took of a man, like it's a headshot. So, so we I'm not going to back down from any of those jokes. If there is a man out there named McLean Nagy, Chad and I just fucking nailed it.
0: Also, McLean the woman, you've got some explaining to do with this dick base. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so here is the story that she writes to me. This is the tale of my family's if-you-kill-it-you-eat-it rule. The rule was established after my brother successfully murdered a cardinal with an air rifle. My parents didn't think he'd ever actually hit anything since he was 13, but I thought it was a huge oversight. And when the killing of the Cardinal happened, the illegality was addressed, and my brother had to eat the bird.
0: Oh my God.
1: What funny parents. Can you imagine a 13 year old? This is the
0: ultimate if I catch you smoking, you're smoking the whole pack thing.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Can you imagine if anybody walked in on the mom or dad cleaning and cooking a
0: cardinal? I think those are protected birds. And if you think I wouldn't wear that red fucking feather in my hat (laughs) for the rest of my life, you're crazy. Now cut to that very same winter.
1: We had a significant snowfall, and the ground was very white, fluffy, and picturesque. On his way home from work, my father gets a call from his only son—that should have been a clue to me that this was a woman— He gets a call (laughs) from his only son asking to clean, and he thinks he hears the word squirrel. So my father reminds my brother how to skin a squirrel. Okay, You nail the back feet to a tree, cut around the ankles... And then yank the skin off. Yeah, you
0: skin it. I mean, you really do just pull it right off.
1: Bummer. Hay bales is having a tough time with this part of the story.
0: I had to eat a squirrel once I was camping. We We were hungry. And that's how you do it. Yeah, we couldn't get back. So he hangs up the phone.
1: The father hangs up the phone and continues home. When he pulls his truck into the driveway, he notices the poplar tree in the side yard has a lot of disturbed snow at the base. He walks over to find blood everywhere. And not just some blood. I mean... An intense amount of blood all over the tree spread all over the ground.
0: It looks like a murder scene. Squirrel rhymes with girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be, ve- I have not read this story, and I want to be very clear if this is how it ends. <laughs> Fuck you, dick banjo. Or yeah. dick
1: bass, <laughs> never mind. The, the brother accidentally shot a neighbor girl with an air rifle. Calls we don't his, know. Calls his dad, Dad, I shot, a gr- uh, I shot a girl, I shot a little girl. Well, you know what to do. Nail her feet to the tree, cut around the ankles, and yank the skin off. Season four of True Detective, coming soon. Clustered at chest height on the tree for her dad, her dad's chest height, is at least ten framing nails all bent to shit.
0: What's happening?
1: So he continues into the house wondering what in the fuck is up, only to enter the kitchen and find my mother trying to season and cook the most shredded, useless duck breasts ever to exist. So it
0: turns... Oh, God, I thought, fuck, to see my mother, also a girl. (laughs) I was so nervous. It turns out he said the
1: word mallard, not squirrel. The dad heard it wrong, so her... 13-year-old brother shot a mallard duck with an air rifle, tried to nail the duck's webbed feet to a tree, <laughs> and they kept ripping off, hence, oh, the no. t- hence the 10 nails, and then skinned a fucking fully feathered duck like a squirrel, all while my mother stood on the kitchen porch thinking,
0: ah, this doesn't seem right. It sure doesn't. Now, for the people having trouble with this, listening to this, animal lovers, I want you to know mallards, biggest rapists in the animal world. <laughs> they are. They are. That's Look it up. Fact. Look up duck rape. It is gang rape city, and a and a female mallard's vagina is like a little curly cue thing because uh, it 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 like a corkscrew on the inside. Because uh, it's to avoid being uh, raped repeatedly by male mammals. It's a huge issue in the duck community. That's a fact. The meat looked like cat food, but by God, they ate all
1: of it. To this day, one of the funniest things that has ever happened in our family. And as a bonus point, my brother hates when anybody tells this story. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hero, McLean Nagy, the woman. <laughs>
0: Oh, shit. He hates, the brother hates when this story gets told. Yeah. Well, it looks like you have another relative, hey, Bills? (laughs) On your other side. (laughs) Ha ha! Fuck yeah. You need to go. I do have to go. You need to go. go. I am feisty. All right,
1: I love you. Goodbye. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.